2: Hello and welcome to the box score Breakdown for April 4th, 2019. Very short game on the slate tonight. Uh, first of all, I should tell you my name is Neil Rochlani, and I am hosting the show solo tonight. Adrian Benjamin, unfortunately, has other priorities to take care of and cannot be on tonight. I will be doing the uh, first game here in Milwaukee against Philadelphia and then Mr. Brandon Marcus will take us through Uh, the last two games of the night. Um, All right, first of all, I'll mention that we are presented by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee. You can find their delicious coffee products at hawaiianisles.com or on amazon.com. And um, I'm looking at the news and notes, not a whole lot to run through that kind of isn't already known. Um, We know that... uh, LeBron is shut down. A lot of guys are shut down for the season. Looks like Luka Doncic is questionable in his next game. So be very careful there. If you're still streaming um, players in head-to-head leagues, uh, God bless you. But uh, go through the first, first box score and see if there's anything there that is worth uh, mentioning. The Bucs and the Sixers marquee matchup. The Bucks get the win here, 128-122. Um, let's see. On the Bucks side, it was all Giannis. Um, 45 points, 13 rebounds, six assists, 13 and 22 shooting. Shot pretty decently from the free throw line as well. 16 and 21, three three pointers, five blocks. So just a monster game in this matchup. Did go head to head with Embiid, who I'll get to here in a little bit, but clearly it looks like he is, um, on pace to lead Milwaukee to the best team, the best record in the league, and I'm assuming the MVP. Um, given uh, this performance and his performance all season, the success of the Bucks, the fact that Harden won last year, I think these are all reasons why there's a good chance it's going to be honest with the MVP, and we'll see if Milwaukee can do it in the playoffs. Um, it's going to be fascinating. Eric Bledsoe did did get thrown out of this game after two minutes. So, unfortunately, he had a horrible game. Uh, Tim Frazier played 11 minutes, but didn't do much tonight. Um, It was really Connaughton. He got a lot of the minutes, but he also was pretty absent in the fantasy stat line. So, what I should have said, it was George Hill, um, who we know can put up decent fantasy stats when he gets playing time tonight. 32 minutes, 20 points, excuse me, five rebounds, five assists. So pretty solid night for him. I think Milwaukee is going to rest players down the stretch. If you look at their standings, they are currently um, have a two-game lead against Toronto. I'm not sure what the tiebreaker is, but they only have four games left. So the last two games, which they play next, this Sunday and Wednesday, I imagine they'll beat Brooklyn. At that point, they'll have the one seed. Probably locked up with with their tiebreaker. If not, it'll be Atlanta. So... You'll be able to see George Hill streamable for at least one game against OKC, maybe two against Atlanta. Um, I think that is one play you can look at in addition to Connaughton, who I think is worth streaming. May already be um, taken in many leagues, so George Hill might be the one guy who's worth owning. Uh, Sterling Brown, they get the start tonight um, over Tony Snell, but I don't think he's going to do that much. I really think it's going to be and then again, um, George Hill is the two streaming options between um, your, your choices here in Milwaukee. Um, that's about it for the Bucks. On the Sixer side, uh, Embiid was back. Good to see him back playing. Had a monster night 34 points, 13 rebounds, 13 assists, 12 of uh, 31 shooting. So, struggle there tonight. 7th 10th in line. Not that bad. Did have two steals, three blocks, three three-pointers. Monster night, as we expect every time Joe L. takes the court. Um, Mike Scott actually played a power forward here alongside of him. Um, looks like Butler rested tonight. So Mike Scott got the start. And he did actually okay here. Shot 8 of 11, including six three-pointers. 22 points, three rebounds, and one assist. I think Philly is pretty much locked now to the three-seed. I think there's nowhere for them to go. Um, I'm just going to double-check their standings um, quickly here. And they are in the Eastern Conference, locked in as the third seed. Boston, well, Boston's two and a half games back. So tonight, if they would have won, this would have locked them in. Um, So they probably have to win one more game. They have two games against Chicago and one at Miami. They are all winnable games, um, particularly against my Chicago Bulls. I would say uh, after next game when they beat Chicago, then you can start to look at some of these other players on Philadelphia, including Mike Scott. Um, perhaps would be an option if they do rest, you know, Embiid, Simmons, and Harris. Tonight, tonight Scott produced, but I would not take away much from that if the entire. If the lineup is the same next game, let's assume Butler's out and these three starters are in, I would avoid Scott. Uh, Redick is still obviously very solid. Um, If, let's say, one more got rested, um, I think Scott would probably still be the best option. uh, Place power forward. I'm going to guess they would arrest Embiid. And um, all these guys are big and long, and so they're going to want to have another long guy out there. So Scott, I think, could be a reasonable option. Tonight also, your Smith played a lot of minutes, um, or she played a decent fantasy line. And um, that was really it for the 76ers. This team, like I said, one more game before they lock up the three seed, one more win, and then they can rest their players. I imagine they will. They're, they've been resting Embiid. Um, I think they'll rest Tobias. I think they'll rest maybe even Simmons. Almost everyone does the last game of the season. But it looks like Philly has an opportunity to do that for a couple games um, Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. If your fantasy seasons are still going that long, um, look for Mike Scott as a decent option. Clearly, other guys are going to put up lots of big numbers, like McConnell could do it. Bolden could. I just don't know who else to trust. It's going to be tough. There'll be a lot of opportunities Scott, I think, is one of those options. And that's it. That's it for the first game. Uh, very short slate on the uh, East Coast time starts. So the West Coast games are in progress. I'm going to sign off and kick it over to Brandon Marcus. Um, again, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Ball with Neil. um, Adrian Benjamins, who is not here tonight. Um, you can follow him, though, as well, at Adrian Benjamins. And, uh Listen for Brandon. I'll be back with Adrian on Sunday.
1: Adrian, appreciate it, man. Let's uh, break down those West Coast games. Cleveland Cavaliers, Sacramento Kings, Sacramento 117-104 winner over the Cavs at home. Uh, Let's start with the visitor. For the Cleveland Cavaliers, no Kevin Love, no Tristan Thompson. So, of course, you expect Larry Nance to go off. 11 points, 16 rebounds, 3 assists, also had a 3-pointer in the game. Chetty Osmond, 17 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, 7 of 11 from the field, and 3 threes. You love to see that sort of efficiency from him. Zizich, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. He's been a guy that's been reliable with Love and Thompson out of the lineup. Colin Sexton continues to shoot the ball very well. 8 of 14 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3. If he can continue to shoot the ball well, he's someone that's going to be on our radar next year. He had 19 points to go with 3 assists. He did have 5 turnovers. And per usual, Jordan Clarkson popped off with 22 points off the bench. No one else really to consider um, on this Cavs team. It is worth noting that the Cleveland Cavaliers, if you are still in the playoffs and you're still playing, first of all, why? Second of all, the Cavs, if we're looking at their schedule, they play Friday at Golden State, which is going to be tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Thursday night, most likely you're listening to this on Friday morning. So tonight... They'll be playing against Golden State. Golden State, we'll talk about them in just a second. Sunday at home to San Antonio and Tuesday at home to Charlotte. All three games, obviously, against good teams. Sunday and Tuesday against San Antonio and Charlotte should be games that both those teams need to win. Now, so for the Cavs, we obviously have crossed them off. We know exactly who to look for. Expect to see Love sit out. I would think the remainder of the season Did not play a night with left shoulder soreness. Keep relying on those guys like Nance and Chetty and Zizic. If you need those points and rebounds, it's really Nance and Zizic. Chetty will give you some points, some assists, some rebounds as well, threes. Um, It's a team that is reliable because you know who's actually going to pop off from night to night. Now for Sacramento, Bagley, not in the starting lineup tonight. Came off the bench, 15 points, 8 rebounds in 21 minutes. Uh, Not a huge minute point, or rather not a huge minute total, which is something that you would like to see if you do own Bagley. Um, Looking at the starters, though, De'Aaron Fox, 16 points, 10 assists. He was 6 of 14 from the field, also had two steals, but he healed. 23 points, two rebounds, two assists, three steals, 9 of 16, including 5 of 11 from the three-point line. Now, who else can we trust? That's really the big question. Bagley, Fox, Healds, obviously the guys we know we can trust. Bogdanovich, 18 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists. Willie Cauley-Stein's kind of been a guy that you want to trust, but not giving you the point totals, but he is getting you assists um, and steals for a big man, especially steals and rebounds, which you want to see. Efficiency, 4 of 4 tonight, 31 minutes. Barnes the guy, if you need threes, he should be able to help. Um, But guys, we know what Sacramento's going to offer we know it's going to be Fox and Heald and Bagley. <clears throat> Pardon me. And we know that Willie Cauley-Stein can help you a little bit as well. And Bogdanovich can help you in some points. And threes. Uh, Sacramento. The remaining schedule. At Utah on Friday. At home to New Orleans on Sunday. At Portland on Wednesday. So if you're still playing through next week, it's worth noting that no Monday, no Tuesday at all for the Sacramento team for perhaps a team that you might want to drop their players on Sunday. If you're in a tight spot and stream some players from Monday and Tuesday, and maybe get those guys back on Wednesday. So that covers the Kings and the Cavs Um, Sacramento, a team that continues to fight, which you love to see. You don't know which teams you're going to be able to rely upon that are not in the playoffs. It seems like Sacramento might be one of those teams that you can rely upon because they're young guys Want to continue to perform. I mean, Fox, healed and Bagley, they really do want to keep playing and just continue to improve. Now, the final game of the night, an absolute blowout. The Warriors knocked off the Lakers 108-90, to and frankly, that game was not as close as the final score will indicate. An 18-point win for the Warriors. They got outscored by 10 in the fourth quarter because they really didn't play anybody in the fourth quarter. Golden State. Led offensively by DeMarcus Cousins. 21 points, 10 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, 9 of 17 from the field, 3 of 7 from 3. He continues to produce. Look out for him to be very impressive throughout the playoffs and also be someone that's going to be looked upon next year in fantasy drafts. Steph Curry, a rough night shooting, 3 of 14. Doesn't help your field goal percentage. Did have 7 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists. Um, One of nine from three, though. That's really going to hurt. Clay Thompson, 11 points, four rebounds, three assists, three of 11 from the field. Did not shoot well either. Did have three threes and two of two from the line. Durant, 15 points, six rebounds, eight assists, six turnovers in 29 minutes, five of seven from the field, three of four from three, two of two from the line. Draymond Green, 12 points, four rebounds, six assists, one steal, two blocks. DeMarcus Cousins will not play in that game on Friday. So it's worth noting guys like Kevon Looney and Jordan Bell could see some extra minutes. Tonight, Jordan Bell played 12 minutes, 2 points, 2 rebounds. Kevon Looney, 12 minutes as well, 6 points, 3 rebounds. Don't love anybody really to stream on that bench side of the big men. Um, I don't like anybody really to use in daily tomorrow either. Uh, But it is worth noting that guys that will play, Let's say Steph does play. Expect to see him rebound 3 of 14 tonight. Normally does not go back-to-back games, shooting that poorly. So just keep an eye on who Golden State actually plays because it's getting to the point where there are still up a couple of games, I believe, on Denver, and there's only a few games left to play. So they just need to win one or two, and that'll be that. On the Lakers' side, um, no LeBron. So who popped off? Well, guys, it's not pretty. I mean, it's getting to that point of the year where you're relying on guys like Alex Caruso. 9 points, 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal for him. 4 of 14. He played 37 minutes. He clearly can get all the minutes he can handle. Williams off the bench, 17 points, 13 rebounds. He's been a guy that continues to produce when given minutes. Played 27 minutes tonight. So if he continues to get those minutes, definitely someone I can rely upon for points and rebounds if I'm still playing. JaVale McGee. Nice close of the season, 8 points, 13 rebounds, 3 block shots in 21 minutes. Mo Wagner, 13 points and 6 rebounds in 25 minutes. Boy, if you own Contavious Caldwell-Pope, I hope that field goal percentage was not close. 3 of 19 tonight for Caldwell-Pope. 7 points, not good at all. Just 1 of 9 from 3. Mike Muscala off the bench, 11 points and 6 rebounds. Um, Rajon Rajon Rondo 12 points four rebounds only two assists which is not what you want to see two steals five of 15 from the field it's a whole pile of yuck um, at this point for the Lakers who are trying to lose games at this point but points I think at this point I mean I think you rely on Caldwell Pope except obviously a seven-pointer a night Um, there's no one else I'm really trusting night tonight Caruso maybe is a guy because you know he's going to help you in Plenty of different categories. Um, Rebounds and blocks, obviously McGee. Assists should be Rondo, but two assists tonight does scare you a little bit. And Williams is a nice flyer as well. For the Lakers, they are going to play, as we check the schedule, Friday. So that's tonight, if you're listening on Friday, at the Clippers, a game which the Clippers need to win, versus Utah on Sunday, versus Portland on Tuesday. All games that should be must-wins for the opponent. So that should scare you a little bit off the Laker assets. For the Warriors, by the way, we didn't go over their schedule. They'll play, like I said, on Friday against Cleveland, Sunday against the Clippers, Tuesday against New Orleans, Wednesday against Memphis. You expect to see them rest some guys during that double header, or rather back-to-back on Tuesday and Wednesday against New Orleans and Memphis. Two teams out of the playoff picture. So just be weary if you own any Warriors and you're still playing. Um, and then daily as well, it's a chance to really take advantage when you see those warriors that are not playing that fire up the ones that you know will play and will get that high usage. I know you got to play a premium, pay a premium for these guys. Clay Thompson's a guy that you can pay a little bit less for that I do like to see, and I'm sure he will have one or two good games down the stretch. So that should do it here for this box score breakdown. A very short slate tonight, one game broken up, broken down by Neil. And two games here by yours truly, Brandon Marcus. Appreciate you joining us and listening. This has been Box Score Breakdown, and we'll talk to you next time. Have a very good rest of your weekend, everybody. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.